Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of my podcast, The Pilot, because I don't really have a specific name for it yet. My name is Yan. I am Chinese, living in Germany for almost ten years, and、uh, we haven't really exactly decided whether we're going to be speaking English, Chinese, or German in this podcast. I guess in the end, it's just going to be a bit of everything. And、uh, today we have. A special guest for me to launch this this personal podcast that I had been thinking about over the past months, I'd say, and、uh, she is probably one of my only German friend in Germany.、Uh, yeah, we just have a very weird but genuine at the same time very funny way to、uh, make comments about you know life in Germany in general. And、uh, it has been quite a journey with her. And、uh, here's my friend Nelly. Yeah, hi, I'm Nelly, and I live in Germany almost my whole life, but was born in Kazakhstan. And oh, and I'm happy to be part of this podcast and yeah, just tell different perspectives of living in Germany or in general any other topics that we are interested in. Yeah, exactly. Um. So actually, right before we started recording this episode, we were speaking to another common friend of ours, and I kind of gave a, a tease about this personal project that we we're going to launch, and、uh, she was very curious, and she was, you know, asking the whole time, like, "What are you going to do with your personal project?" I said, "I promise you, it's not going to be only fans account, so don't worry about that." <laughs> um, so. Um, yeah, I, I actually thought about doing a podcast as a hobby for quite some time, but due to different reasons, mainly being lazy,、uh, I never really, you know, put actual effort into it. And then I've been having some—I have been developing some thoughts like about existential. Level、yeah. <laughs> during the past weeks, and、uh, I feel like I need to make a change because、uh, just deep down inside my 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 head,、um, you know, we we always or I always think about the result of whatever I do first, and then if I don't think I would get a great result out of something that I'm going to do, then I'll probably go not. Will not start doing it. So、uh, this time, I decided to do something for a change, regardless of the consequences or whatever the result might look like. I'm just going to start something and try to enjoy the process of the whole thing instead of focusing on the result before everything even But starts. But with the result, you mean that in the end, something will benefit you and exactly. It's more like, yeah, it's it's. More, it's not always the same case, but it's more like material about like monetary or material、mm-hmm. stuff. So it's kind of realistic. Kind of, if you have an investment and you don't get exactly, return, so you, you already start thinking about this ROI before you put any efforts into、What's、this thing.、ROI? Return on investment. Ah,、oh, okay, I didn't know that. <sighs> okay, that's how <laughs> funny my guest is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm the really messy type of person who just starts anything without really thinking much, and then 
either yeah I drop it or not or even like I drop it for some time and then I pick it up again and this and that and then sometimes like even after years and I realize oh actually something is my passion that like for example drawing I drew my whole life and then I stopped like after I finished school and now like 10 years I didn't draw and then I had my injury and then I got back to drawing again and I really enjoy it for example it's just like on and off and yeah I'm not sure where exactly we are trying to take this episode, uh, but we are just, you know, doing it as we go. So we didn't plan anything or any structure that we're trying to push this episode. So it's just really random and uh, spontaneous. So we might be just talking about different things. Yeah, but that's the sense. That's also it. the... It's like having a conversation and then just... With yourself, let, let with you myself, know. with everybody out there who might have the same thoughts. So it's not and for also, any specific purpose. And also, I actually, right now I'm just thinking about it, but it's actually nice to have something you can listen to that is not like this whole shit that's coming on the news. It's just like some other kind of input that is not like oh the whole world is going down or maybe it is but we are just trying to <laughs> cr create create a small escape like for anybody who might need it especially i'm doing this for myself because i mm. feel like i need some gateway from the reality that is just crazy with everything going on in the world right now uh so no specific structure agenda or plot we are just saying whatever that is on our mind so take it take it as we go yeah we'll <laughs> do it from here um and i have to say one of the main reasons i want to do this podcast is because um in a few months i'm going to be in germany for 10 full years so I don't know why there's always something so special about 10 years, like a decade, and then you have to look back and reflect what was going on along this way. Um, so I think it's a good cause for me to look back on this journey and then how I came to where I'm standing today. I think that's that's just a good reason for me to do this. And um, yeah, looking forward to reflecting on this journey along with my friends with 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 my partner who is not here today um with us but he will be come back, coming back home soon it's not like he's all gone um so i think that's a good cause for me and uh i'm really really glad that i have my friend nelly here to join me in this mm -hmm. pilot launch and uh hope i hope it's going to be a good start for for this hobby in the long term if i can keep it if i can keep this account alive i mean yeah so nelly we've known each other for like over six years like six years right 2016 as we first started working together in that company yeah whose name you cannot call uh <laughs> and uh yeah so so what was your first impression of me you were very reserved and closed up I think so you didn't really let show any kind of emotions very much so very professional actually 
And also, I thought you were homophobic. Why? Because there was one colleague who was openly gay and which I didn't know. Yeah, but I know in the in I I was like showing you or telling you something about the company. It was one of your first days, and then you said like. I don't know, let's call him Stefan. You you just said like, is he gay? And you were saying it like so weird. And then I was like, yeah, do you have a problem with that or something like this? And I thought you have something against it. And I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I would never expect it. Like, yeah, yeah, that you are not. I, I remember, I think uh, the conversation actually took place in the S-Bahn back then close no, to the train station. No, in the kitchen. Really? But yeah, I it think wasn't, you asked me in the company kitchen. Okay, uh, in my defense, because I myself, uh, I'm gay, and uh, I was not sure how that would be received in the company back then. So I was trying to get some information, you know, before I would come out completely. So um, I think that's what was going on in my head. Yeah. back then and then there was this time we just got off work together and we took the s-bahn in dusseldorf um and i think you mentioned the word in german stefan's point okay okay his actual name is not stefan it's just an example uh, again so you said uh stefan's point is mm -hmm. here and there and i was like because I learned German in the German language school in Germany here. So I was told the difference between I'm point yeah. and they are point. So I was not sure what exactly Nelly was referring to. So I asked, is that sign point or is that, you know, a friend of his? And then I think that's, that's when Nelly's uh, suspicion about me being homophobic, <laughs> you know, coming yeah. to the peak that, I was uh, hating gays, which is yeah. totally the opposite case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized... But to me, it really... I never expected... I don't know, that's the way you, you were presenting yourself and yeah, very, like, in this professional manner. And also, you didn't show any of these t stereotypical behaviors, or, like, how you imagine sometimes gay people behave. Yeah, okay. Like, okay, like, okay, what you mean? Kind of, at first sight, takeaways. Mm -hmm. and you didn't have any of that. And then you were like... On top of that, we're like asking in, in such a, like, I don't know, like, it was in a weird Subtle way. way? Yeah. <laughs> Subtle? Yeah. No, but I don't know. It's just, I had a feeling like, what the fuck? Why are we even like? Yeah, I was, ask? I was not sure. But I have to say in that company, yeah, whose name we cannot say again. I think everybody felt very insecure. So yeah, because the boss only hired people who were just off of uh, university and who have no work experience and don't know how the world works and will let everything be done to them what this boss wanted. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was not the best experience, but we are glad that we knew each other Met and each stayed yeah. as good friends until today. So uh, that's what matters the most. I mean, um, at at one point, the we, one, the one we had like we were like behaving like we had a love affair in the office, and nobody <laughs> can know like living together and going to work like at separate times, so nobody knows we have like the same way home and to work and stuff like this, and not letting the boss know that actually we are friends because yeah, she was that was that yeah. was 
the wrong place that one would look for friends, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is what actually brought us close to each other was <laughs> <laughs> music, uh, pop music. And to be more exact, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Uh, and I think to a point we were talking about the song Dirty from Christina <laughs> and uh, that kind of sparkled the common interest between us and then we kind of took it from there and started talking more and then getting to know each other more apart from work apart from work so yeah. uh that was that was very unexpected <laughs> yeah and now nowadays so many years have gone by and when you look back at this episode it was it was kind of interesting mm, yeah. yeah and also uh, Nelly, uh, well, obviously I'm a foreigner here in Germany and, uh, Nelly, uh, helped me in many ways as well. Um, I did. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> well, <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, I think what, what I still remember till today is, you know, in Germany, just in general, I'm not going to, into details in this in this episode. It's just um, if you have studied at a German college here or university here, once you have your um, degree degree documents, and then you will be given eighteen months to look for a job. And once you have, you mean like visa, like you know job hunting visa. Yeah. Yeah, and then once you have landed an official job and if you keep working and paying for the pension for 24 months and then you will be eligible for applying for um, this permanent residence permit in Germany. Aufenthaltserlaubnis? Yes. Okay. And uh, not everybody was able to do that and of course there's always this risk that you might not be able to make it through the first two years without the glitch. Yeah, mm. let's put it that way. So I was very touched by by this offer from Nelly. Uh, she, we were actually walking to the office together in the morning and uh, she offered to say that if I could not, um, you know, make it through the first two years, she wouldn't mind getting married with me so that she could help me get a visa. I mean, it, it's not <laughs> that uh, I was very touched at that moment. Yeah. Um, and you would also see sometimes how people are willing to help others. The extra miles they would go um, is just not everybody can do that or not everybody is even willing to, to offer or not even to think like that. So. That was something sticking with me until today. Um, but of course, uh, I wouldn't do that because my my partner, my then boyfriend, uh, was against it because he said if somebody has to do that, it would be him, not be, not yeah. Nelly in that case. Okay. So that was kind of funny, but that kind of strengthened our friendship uh, without us knowing it. So I think that was a very important 
but milestone, but not necessary, but it was a significant one. Okay. On our lane of friendship with each other. See, so, and like, for, for me, it's just like, yeah, you're my friend, and of course, I will. But you cannot just to offer him. to marry him or her just like each time to no, everyone. No, but I mean, you were in the specific situation where it was kind of like a bit risky for you to like or like in a scary position and then of course i will offer like if i can help you why not i really don't see the issue yeah i guess that's i mean that's a totally different perspective um yeah yeah, yeah because but... come on i i'm i have this privilege of i mean i don't say every it's like a goal for everybody or anybody but just I have this passport and if I can share like through being married, I, I can make somebody stay in Germany who wants to stay in Germany and it's my friend. Why not? It's just like, for me, I, I mean, what, there's no effort from my side by doing that. <laughs> I'm yes. not sure based on the, <laughs> based on, the... <laughs> I mean, I will not play wife. It will just be sure. the paper. <laughs> it's just, uh, we don't promote the idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's still try to stick to the the, the laws and rules yeah uh, sure but uh I, i'm glad that we didn't have to do that and i eventually was able to manage uh to to get another job and then you know be done with the whole process by myself so it was yeah. it was good and it was better that way i believe and also um i shared with nelly uh <laughs> one of the encounters i had uh after i came to germany and <laughs> yeah. uh so maybe you want to talk about that oh yeah <laughs> and it was it's it's really funny when i look back on it right now because um german is not a very easy language for foreigners to learn no. especially depends where you come from depend, yes. depending where you come from but as chinese yeah i mean i don't think chinese and german had anything in common with each other at all uh, i think there's one aspect like how you put words together like xiang and kushrank it's like the kind of this logic like how you put the words sometimes ah okay in yeah. that case yeah, okay then, like this andanandarayung to make a new word. Okay, but that's something you discover later, not in the beginning. Like you know yeah. two languages already and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. start to look for the patterns between yeah. the both. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in the beginning, I guess everybody who had learned German must be struggling just like I did. Yeah, I uh, have big respect for anybody who is really willing to learn German. I think if it was a foreign language for me, I would not choose German. Also because it sounds doesn't sound nice to me. I rather I really like listening to Chinese. Or for me it sounds really nice, but German no. <laughs> also English sounds nice. But German. Hmm. Yeah, okay. That's well, that's coming straight from a German here, so no comment on that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, so what what was the story like? What was the uh, phrase again? Um, I think. Auf jemanden stehen. Auf jemanden stehen. Yeah. I had no idea what that phrase meant until only afterwards, after the encounter was over. Uh, back then, uh, I just uh, had my first breakup, 
and then I went to France to to visit my uh, another friend of mine. Um, because you know what is what is what do you call like meet five billion height? It's like car sharing, yeah, carpooling actually, yeah, carpooling. carpooling. So because it was cheaper, so I chose that way to go to France from Germany, um, and on the way. There, everything was fine. Just the funny thing is, uh, on the way back from France to Germany, uh, I was taking also one of this car pool like cars, mm-hmm. and uh, I was sitting in the back. And the guy, <laughs> out of all the the car was basically empty, and I was the only one sitting inside waiting for other passengers to to come in before we would take off. And then this guy was. The second one after me, coming to into the car, and out of all the seats available in the car, he came straight to me, and I was like, I mean, I didn't really care uh, back then, <laughs> and then people started coming in, and then the car was getting full, and then we just took off, and then that guy was very, I don't know, not subtle at all. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious. Yeah, and then, yeah, he was trying to hit on you. Yeah, no, he was he was hitting on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not trying, <laughs> he was actually hitting on me. And then mm-hmm. he said something like, and back then I had been in Germany for like what six months or something. My my German was not as good as it is today, and uh, he just said, uh, "Ich stehe auf dich." Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, "Why do you have to stand on me?" <laughs> I was my my thoughts were totally going a different direction. And then, uh, in the end, of course, nothing happened. I wouldn't trust. No, you people. told me in your head you were even yeah. thinking like, "Why you yeah, stand on me?" Yeah, I was. You thinking, were like pissed off. <laughs> I was like thinking about specific positions, but <laughs> but no, yeah. <laughs> So that was kind of awkward, but of course nothing happened because uh, I wouldn't trust anyone just out of this kind of occasion or encounter. So um, he took my phone, he typed his number yeah. in my phone and saved it, and he asked me to um, call him. Call him afterwards, but of course I said okay. Uh, you know, uh, I would、Chinese. do it, and then.、Uh, <laughs> And then I just、uh, delete the number. He got off before、uh, I reached my destination, and then we, of course, I just deleted his number. Of course. Of course, I don't. He was I, not handsome. I have no idea. I mean, it's it's been so many years, nine、okay. years. I think he was from Greece. I can't remember, but、okay. his voice was not very annoying, like mine. Yeah, and said I have an annoying voice. Yeah.、Mm, she's here. Okay, you 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 talk about me, and I think I can talk about you. My first impression. Ah. Right. Okay. Oh God, I was scared. To go back、uh, to the topic <laughs> a bit, it just I I I didn't know、uh, because I took lunchbox to work.、Mm. Uh, also to save money, it was my first job because I mean. Obviously, I'm not someone from a rich family, so I had to cut costs wherever I could. So I took a lunchbox with me to work,、uh, and it was potato chicken、mm. something. And 
I loved to share food with people. You loved or you love? I loved. Nowadays, I try not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay. And uh, I kind of forced that on Nelly, but I didn't. I said, just take a piece from my lunchbox. But I had no idea she was actually vegan, and she didn't even say that. Yeah, because I don't like to say it like like. To... So she actually took potatoes from the lunchbox where there was also chicken, and uh, and she had to tell me, "Oh, it's really nice. It's really tasty." But I had no idea that she was vegan. Um, yeah. And ever since, I feel like, okay, this is gonna make the friendship very difficult because we. Have to eat so differently. But that was not your first impression of me. Yeah, you found out later. But but then my first impression was, I don't think I was noticing anything very special. I mean, <laughs> you were sitting in in a different office. Yeah, okay, it's fine. Right, it's fine. And uh, yeah, that was. Really, I always think like if there are new people in the company, I'm kind of the person who tries to like make the people feel like, like introduce everything to them and make them feel like okay, they have somebody they can talk to, and because it's always like when you're new at work and you don't know anybody, even I always try to make the people feel better. Like, yeah, this kind of um, I try, but I don't know. Maybe didn't work with you. Yeah, I'm a. I, I think. The older I grow, the the weirder I think I am as a person. Sometimes I can be really mm. weird in some weird way. Um, mm. Yeah. By the way, uh, Nelly, she speaks Chinese as well, and she spent some time in China. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Maybe you can tell something about China. Share your ideas or thoughts, whatever experience, if you want to. You can speak Chinese. If you want, we don't have a specific target audience anyway. <laughs> yeah, but okay, I don't know. That's uh, a bit messy. Then it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Just to it's just sure. Yeah, but I think what um, having lived for a while in China taught me is. I mean, of course, uh, first of all, it's a nice experience if you go to a country where you cannot speak. The, I don't know if you had the same feeling for learning German, but for me, when I first got to China and I couldn't understand shit, nothing. And then like weeks after weeks and months after months, I could understand more and more and more. And then I got like really independent after a while. And I was like really proud of myself that I could travel through the whole country by myself and like um, search stuff on the Internet, read what people write on forums about how to travel or how to do this and that. And there was a really nice process just to go through for also self-confidence. And um, yeah, just because yeah getting along in, in such a different environment is, it was a really nice feeling for myself and also i think my biggest takeaway from china was um, to be like more flexible and <laughs> just knowing different viewpoints and also i was very amazed that i feel like um a chinese what's missing a bit in in germany is like Germans are very straightforward and communicating their like um, needs or what they want, and you have to be like a bit tough to get through here. Like you, like always have to voice 
everything you have to make yourself that, heard. that you want exactly but in china i feel like in general the people are more like looking out for each other and without saying things they're just more like uh, like a really simple example is like in the dinner like um in the beginning like my chinese friends when i was a bit bad with the chopsticks they would always put the food in my um rice bowl without mm -hmm. me noticing it like i was kind of looking away and when i was looking in my bowl somebody put food in my bowl <laughs> because they noticed that i cannot pick it up you know or like giving me the best pieces of something and just um kind of making me little gifts here and there and just um but they didn't really say that much it was just like um really little um how do you say this um give not gift um gesten not not in german we would say geste so what are you trying to say no they just do things for you like okay. they do okay. things for mm -hmm. you and but they don't say it out loud and they don't you don't need to ask like they see that you need something and i so, thought like this kind of thing to be like this um observing of your surrounding and thinking about hmm, what needs this other person and stuff and this was very uncommon for me as a german like a really i felt very cared for actually when i was in china by my friends by my chinese friends because yeah in germany you're not used to that like nobody will do that they 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 have the attitude if there's anything you just say it and then nobody is and like when you don't say it it means you don't want it yeah okay. exactly exactly but but you you mentioned that it's very uncommon here in germany how people do things in china or treating their guests for example mm. do, do you uncommon that's that necessarily mean it's good or it's not no so i just good? mean and do you like I it do, i don't um i didn't I don't really want to say something's good and something is mm -hmm, not. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, but just, some... just for me, it was very, I was very, I felt very good in China in okay. this aspect because I felt really cared for. And I was like, wow, like they really uh, pay attention to me. And, mm -hmm. um, that was, I, I thought this was a, for me a really nice experience, like in, in being in the Chinese society and, and feeling this way around my friends and mm -hmm. and then i also like kind of started to pick this kind of behavior up and i really like to also do these kind of things for other people and before okay. in germany i would never even because it never happened to me and then i think i also not really behaved that way and never really think much about it because of course i grew up like this like just if you want something say it and yeah mm -hmm. don't it maybe it's for germans more like being an interference in the personal space if somebody makes assumptions what you might need and then a german person would be like oh i didn't eat i never said i want blah 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 blah, blah. and then you they probably may even feel offended maybe in some cases i don't know so that's like a big yeah. difference i i saw i think but yeah, for me it was it's... a nice feeling yeah okay i don't know how you feel about that or if you ever well, thought, can, thought about I, it. I can't say that my feeling is the same as the way you feel because I grew up in China, mm -hmm. so I was brought up in that environment. So yeah. I probably would be doing the same thing mm -hmm. if I were one of your friends back then when you were, you know, in China. But I, I can't say um, anything different from mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. But my impression in germany as i first came here it was not as pleasant mm. as yours in china um mm. as as international students back then i don't know i'm not following the news in this in this aspect anymore um as international students uh we had to have a like a mm. like a fixed bank account 
at Deutsche Bank or something. Um, and uh, once you arrive in Germany, you would have to go to the Deutsche Bank or one of their uh, branches to have your account um, activated. And that's one of my first days in Germany before my language school even started. Um, I went to uh, one of the Deutsche Bank uh, branch, uh, one of the banks, to activate my bank account. And then I could only speak English back then. I mean, Chinese wouldn't work, obviously. Mm. Um, so I said, excuse me, I would like to have my Sperrkonto activated. Mm. And the answer I got back was just two words in German, Deutsch, bitte. Mm. I mean, yeah, that was kind of, um, a, that, that was not definitely not the nicest first impression of the country. Um, not to mention everything was closed on Sunday. It was like, <laughs> like it's, it, it was a huge cultural shock for me. But over the years, I have to say, I'm so used to this setup and this tempo that when I go back to China, mm. I'm going to be experiencing some like reverse cultural shock. Mm. Uh, just amazing not necessarily always in a good way but it's it's i'm amazed yeah how time can change mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. for the better or for the worse i cannot say um but yeah but why why did you even decide to come to to go to china back then out of all these countries in the world why china and I why did to, you I, learn... I just thought if i want to go on a semester abroad i want to go to a country which is very far away and very different like i would want to just wanted to experience a very different but why culture. china if we're just talking about distance for example japan is even further away why didn't go to japan mm, i don't know i had like, was there my, something special in, about in, china i, that I you... mean in my it was also because of my university i was new, ah. and then um, I actually always just wanted to learn Russian and I also planned to do a semester abroad in Russia. But in the beginning, I had no friends at all. And then one day, randomly in the hall hallway, there were some people from my studies and they said, oh, we're going to take Chinese class. Do you want to join? And I just joined, not because I wanted to learn Chinese, but because I wanted friends. And then I just went to the Chinese class and the teacher was super cute. And then I just stick to the class. And um, then I thought, why not try China? Okay. That was actually really random. I wasn't that in, like, I didn't know much about it, except like one semester I took some classes, but we only learned, like, not even the characters, just the pinyin and mm -hmm. some words. And yeah, and the teacher said, ah, tones don't matter. You can speak how you want. And then when I arrived in Shanghai in the airport, I couldn't understand anything and nobody understood what I was saying. <laughs> how good is and, your, how good would you say your Chinese is right now? I, I mean, I, I, I already said, I, I think as, as time goes by, I have become a very weird person sometimes who can be very mean towards close friends because that's just how I show intimacy. You know? <laughs> if I, I don't know if, that, wow. if that's going to justify everything coming out of my mouth right now, mm -hmm. but that's just how I speak and how my brain works. And I, I made fun of Nelly's Chinese yeah. many times and yeah. uh, I would try to correct her and uh yeah it's it's how 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 would you rate your Chinese actually uh, I think no. I haven't heard you speak Chinese in a long time like long like complete sentences oh, full okay. sentences oh yeah I think now 
I think it dropped a little bit. I think out like after my last um, semester abroad there, like in 2017 to 2018, after that, uh, I was pretty good, um, pretty fl uh, very fluent. And now like my listening comprehension is still very good. Like when you had like the phone call just mm -hmm. before, I could understand everything you were saying. There was no issue. Okay. But uh, just like talking because I haven't really spoken in one year. So I feel like maybe my expression is like B1. Kind okay. Of this kind of level, but okay. my understanding is like, I mean, yeah, I would say definitely higher than that. Like normal conversations, I can understand everything. Okay. Yeah. Would you mind saying something in Chinese? Mei wen ti ya. I always find this accent Nelly has while speaking Chinese a bit. I don't know how to describe it because she was in mainland China yeah. and she was also. How long were you in Taiwan actually? Uh, like half a year? Well, one year? Yeah. For the. Work and travel, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So she has. Over the years, developed this kind of <laughs> accent that is not particularly mainland Chinese oh. accent, but also not exactly sounding like a Taiwanese accent. <laughs> uh, so it's like something caught in between. And uh, that that's that's very difficult to tell. Oh, interesting. I don't know if you can pick up the accent she's speaking right now. She seems to eliminate <笑>他说我现在在说中文的时候他的中文又就是永远是在内地的这种中文和台湾的这种口音之间的这种切换就是 a bit of both 然后我就每次就是觉得挺蛮有意思的就是有时候会mark her 然后他就会给出那种很无奈的笑但是 yeah yeah, but I think it's really interesting that, like, really, when I even speak Russian, uh, my 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 but, boyfriend says he it doesn't sound like a German accent. But when I speak English, I have a really heavy German accent. Like, even one time, somebody in another country, somebody asked me something, I answered with one word in English, and they said, "Oh, you are German." For example, information. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember the word, but I remember I only said one word and like straight away they said, oh, you're from Germany. Okay. And yeah, th th I just think it's interesting that in this one language, you can hear it so badly. But, in, in but can you tell that I'm Chinese when I'm speaking German? Mm. You can tell. I mean, you can no, tell. No, you don't have this. Um, this you can typical... tell. You can definitely tell them a foreigner. But can you tell them Chinese? So, no. so exactly that. That goes back to your question. I can't. I mean, how many countries are there? I mean, how yeah. many accents are there? So I cannot say that. I mean, I can definitely tell that you are not native. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it just means funny. 
because there's still some people, some Germans, you, you can to you can totally hear like Americans speaking Chinese, like if they have this typical yes, accent, yes. then uh, German people speak Chinese. I heard Chinese. Americans speak German and you can tell right away. Yeah, yeah, with they the are R. <laughs> with the R. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Ruf mich an. Ruf mich an. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Or me. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so far, we've been doing like 40 minutes for this pilot episode. Um, I don't even know what I want to do with this podcast just in general. Like, just like I said, it's more like a vocal diary, you know, yeah. or conversations with my friends and exploring different exploring ideas different, and thoughts. Yeah, you and have and share so, experiences. So there is no fixed topic for this episode, just as a pilot, just trying this out because this is something I have never just tried before. Just giving you a feeling of what the conversation's gonna feel like, probably. Yeah, it's always weird to hear your own voice on a digital device when you play back. You will get used to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm. You will get used to it. So. And Yen has a really nice singing voice. Maybe next time he can sing something for the <laughs> Yeah, maybe, I don't podcast. know. Maybe I should learn to play guitar for my podcast so I can merged conversation, talking and music together. I don't know. Maybe that's something I want to try in the future. Okay. So, you heard him. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's it uh, for this pilot of my podcast. And... Uh, Let's see where this is yeah. taking me. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Okay. So it's already the end of the weekend and uh, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you, Nelly, for coming here. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Okay. See I see you. the look on your face. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye-bye.